Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! And welcome to episode number 21 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Yes, this podcast is now of legal drinking age, which is pretty awesome. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and it is Monday, August 11th, 2014. And hopefully this podcast will bring you some sort of entertainment on your Monday or whenever you may be listening. First of all, I would like to wish a very special happy birthday to my mother. Her birthday is today, so happy birthday, Mom, if you're listening. As far as stuff that's going on with me, there hasn't really been a whole lot. Work has been really busy. We're in the middle of a 10-game homestand. Today is technically the off day in between the two five-game series. And it's kind of crazy to think, but we have 10 total home games left before the season's over. This whole season has flown by. It's been pretty crazy. I remember when I first started working at the Wahoos, the preseason seemed like it took forever. But once the season started, these last four months have just flown by. And it's it's crazy to think about. And it's kind of a bittersweet feeling, but at the same time, I'm excited for the future and getting the opportunity to try new things. And one cool thing I'm going to be doing is I got a job with the local news station here in Pensacola, WEAR Channel 3, working on high school football games that will be broadcast on their sister station every Friday, starting, I believe, as soon as baseball season's over. So that'll at least be something to keep me busy on Fridays. I'll probably be running camera or something like that, but it'll be nice to do something besides baseball. And I finished a show that I actually started about a month ago, and it's called Archer. It's an animated show that is on FX. You can find the first four seasons of it on Netflix. And people at work have recommended the show to me, and I finally sat down and watched it. After I watched the first episode, I honestly thought it was kind of dumb. I didn't really see the humor in it, but I was like, okay, I'll just keep going with it. And by the time I finished season one, I really enjoyed it. It, it. It's one of those shows that it takes you a couple of episodes to really get into that type of humor, but the voice acting is really good. The characters are really good. It's got Aisha Tyler, who you may know as the new host of Whose Line Is It Anyway? And she's done stuff with IGN. She's been at E3 several times. So, so I, I would highly recommend watching it. it. It's a really good show. It's Long story short, this show is about a agent who works for an organization called ISIS. His name is Sterling Archer. He's the best agent in this organization, which ironically is ran by his mother. And it's got him doing all kinds of crazy and crude and humorous things. And it's, it's really funny. And the cool thing that honestly makes this show stand out to me is it's got storylines that develop over multiple seasons. And it's not like The Simpsons or Family Guy where every episode is kind of standalone-ish. So that to me was really, really cool. And like I said, great characters, great voice acting. The animation reminds me of an Adult Swim show. This would have definitely been on Adult Swim back in its heyday. So I would highly recommend checking it out. 
But that's really all that's been going on with me, so I guess we'll move right along to introducing our guests for the week. As you may know, for the very first episode I did, I had a local rock band called the Unicorn Wranglers on this show, and they are back again to discuss their new album, Murder Mystery Night, that they are currently working on. Uh, They started recording it, I believe, two weekends ago, and I actually got the opportunity to help them out with that. It was a lot of fun, which you'll actually get to hear uh, bits of their recording session here uh, later on in the show. And the interview was really fun. It's honestly probably the funniest interview I've ever done for this show. It's got, of course, Adam and Ian Waldron who were on last time, and it also includes uh, their drummer, Brendan Karnick, and their songwriter, Travis Huffman, who tells a hilarious story involving a CeCe's bathroom that you have to hear to believe. I, I could try and explain it, but it would not do it justice in the slightest. And one last interesting thing about this before uh, we get into the interview is Ian and myself, well, we all had went to CeCe's, obviously, for lunch, and Ian challenged me to a pizza eating contest. Well, it ended in a tie. We both had 14 slices, I believe. And one, that was the most food I've ate in a long time. And two, I've never felt so miserable after eating ever. And I honestly, like I I coined the phrase pizza drunk because I honestly felt kind of drunk for the rest of that day. And it was just, uh, it was bad. It was really bad. And I, I, I was pretty sick for the next two days afterwards. I remember specifically the next day I slept in the middle of the afternoon for like two and a half hours. That's how bad I felt. So don't eat too much pizza, people. Oh, and one last thing. The way this episode is going to work is it will, of course, have the interview, but it will also have an unfinished version of one of their new songs called Twin Peaks, Uh, During the interview, you'll get to hear a section of them working on another song of theirs called Oceanside, as well as their jam session of their song Bad Day to Be Nude from 95 Flannel, and you'll hear that during the end credits. So sit back and listen to Twin Peaks, and we'll be right back with the awesome and hilarious conversation I had with the Unicorn Wranglers. Whenever you're ready. All right, sir. Eric keeps us on point.
Travis, what's your last name? Oh, Huffman. Huffman, okay. Yeah, H-U-F-F-M-A-N. And yours is Conic. <laughs> Conic, yes. Yes, okay. Now you know. Double F. H to the U. To the double F. To the man. It sounds like such a wrestling thing. Oh, it does. He <laughs> right. perfected that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come time to go. I'm literally going to come out through that. I'm really going to get into independent wrestling. I, I can see it. Yeah. I can really see it. I really want to. Get you some barbed wire and some tattoos. Oh, well, you got here to do my entrance song, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Nice. Literally. Great day to be nude, right? I'll take it. But anyway, we're here on the Derek Diamond Experience with, uh, once again, the Unicorn Wranglers, along with two other people. We've got Adam and Ian Waldron back, which I have a beef with you, sir, because you challenged me to a, a pizza like, off at it, CC's. And it which, ended in a tie. It did it end ended in a tie. Which Fourteen means slices. That no one won. Yeah, but I think we both lost actually. Yeah, because I think we're both still like three hours later. I think we're still feeling. The we're driving the struggle it. bus. Right. Sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we haven't stopped yet either. CC's won though. After all, not, not because <laughs> you, you guys feel nauseous. That's a cold. very good point. But the economics of that place are amazing. That's <laughs> just amazing. Yeah, that Those is. slices probably cost fifteen cents. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't really lose much I, money. I won't disagree with that. Well, yeah. you try to get your 579, you know, yeah. worth, so. Godspeed. Yeah. I think we all did that. Yeah. yeah. No, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the salad was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> pretty mad I ate that salad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed stomach space on some salad and sushi. That's an awful idea. You're like a loser. Half the day, I've actually pretty much been hung up on that fact. Where we felt like a failure most of today. You know. 
But I'm also joined with two other people. We have the drummer, Brendan Carnick. Brendan, how you doing? I'm doing very well. I did not eat my weight in pizza, so I'm feeling pretty <laughs> well, good. <laughs> You're the lucky one. And I'm the tool bag with the sunglasses on here. So I'm going to go ahead and take those off. I'm Travis. Travis, how you doing? I'm pretty good because I did have that salad, so filled up a little bit of space. So you, you were the smart I, one. Yeah, well, I group. still enjoy some pizza, though. Quite a bit. Yeah, you finally got that bacon cheddar pizza. Yeah, after what seemed like half an hour, it pretty much you were was. gone for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick so little side t- note on Tell that. everybody why you were gone for so Leads long. Leads me to the uh, entertaining uh, bathroom session that occurred. Uh, I know that, always a that can go in a lot of directions, but <laughs> I was the innocent one here. I was very, very innocent. I was simply biding my time to enjoy the stall, and a uh, father was standing outside while his young chap was inside having a blast. And by blast, I mean a struggle on the toilet. And by struggle on the toilet, I mean I, he was taking his clothes off and whatnot. No, did I not see this incident, but I heard all of it from the, right in the other stall. You have to put that disclaimer yes, in. Yes, I did see not it. see this incident. That's I did important. not see it, but the dad did confirm by standing outside and simply saying, Son, you don't have to take your clothes off to use the toilet. It's a public facility. We're not at home. You can't get ass naked here, boy. The kid uttered a few things like, Dad, uh, Dad, leave me alone. I don't know what he said, whatever. But apparently then he said on the floor because then the dad proceeded to say, Son, get your ass off the floor. It's dirty down there. People piss down there. Further, he went on to explain, not only do they piss on there, but that that pissing occurs either by accident or on purpose. And I, at that point, in my stall, was very relieved to know that it could be an accident, not always on purpose. Hopefully so. Exactly. So I I was okay with that notion. Uh, But it was a simple disclaimer he was laying out there for his son and fellow bathroom goers such as myself. So I didn't sit on the floor or get ass naked in my stall. But Which is also a good disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's good. So that's I, good. I, was, I was cool, but this kid apparently was not. His dad let me know that, so we're all good. But apparently uh, they, he didn't do a good job of teaching his son bathroom etiquette. No. They left without further incidents, so I guess we're okay. <laughs> I got my bacon cheeseburger, so I'm all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm straight there. The good old bacon cheddar cheeseburger pizza there. I don't know if it's a bacon cheeseburger like a, pizza. They call it that. You can call it that. Okay. Bacon cheddar. I feel like that changes the it's whole It's its other yeah. alias. Yeah. Okay. It tastes kind of yeah. like a burger on a pizza. Okay. That's pretty awesome. That's American. That's America. Definitely. Yep, definitely. Yeah. So we're here at Adam's house, and you guys have been doing some recording. And what exactly have you been doing recording for? Well, uh, you know... We, we've, as a band, the Unicorn Wranglers, we've had a, a couple records out, and, um, you know, we, we've, we've played a few places uh, live here in Pensacola and Tallahassee, and we decided, you know, it's time to get some new, new material, and uh, we talked with, me and Ian talked, we talked with Brendan and said, hey, do you want to come and, and put drums down on these new recordings that we have, and we kind of decided as a band that this would be a great opportunity to keep making music, and keep expanding that repertoire of, of music that we can play live. And you got to test out your new drum mics that you got. The drum pretty fantastic. The drum mics, me and Ian we, we just went to uh we just went to do some some filming uh for a documentary that, that we're working on. And no lie, a week a week ago tonight. Yeah. Literally a week ago tonight, 
we were sitting in the car saying, huh, if Brendan's coming over with his drum set, we probably need drum mics. Might work out. Right. So, hopped on the old Amazon. Got 30 days free of Amazon Prime. Neither here nor there. Nice plug. <laughs> See, we are open for corporate sponsors. <laughs> if anyone's... You're going to Powerade right now. <laughs> we have zero Walmart official seltzer water coconut flavor. And we have, we have Diet Mountain Dew and mini Oreos as well. Now, now when I got... The uh, the when I got the drum mics, I'm not going to say the company's name because I don't I don't think they uh, they bought into our sponsorship plan. Um, we did open up the book and professional was misspelled in the user manual. So oh, we looked up. We looked, no, we looked, we and we were like we we're like well maybe yeah. that's how they like say it in England. Maybe it's yeah, British. You know, like color yeah. is yeah. color. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not actually no. no. It's just it's what happens. They, they put you, a Y in there, right? And it, they use Comic Sans too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. so we were a little skeptical, to be honest with you. But, but you know uh, what? We're seven, eight hours into our recording session here. We've got three, four songs done, and I, I mean, I think this is the best sound that our drums have had on any record that we've ever made by far. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to be able to listen to every individual drum and adjust the levels. Yeah, audition through all of that. Yeah, and a lot of that goes back to obviously, you know, how we record them. You know, we're using a, a, a pretty uh, high-powered interface that allows us to, you know, hook up seven, eight microphones, and then uh, you through Adobe Audition, Adobe Creative Cloud Audition, Adobe. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, we were able to. Um, to, to isolate each track and, and kind of level each track to where we get the best sound that we can get out of out of the drums. Brendan, what do you think of the drum mics? It worked out pretty well. Uh, we can hear things, which is always important. Um, you know, it's it's created a new a dynamic that we haven't been able to to hear yet. To actually hear each individual part, to be able to you know to record those by themselves. Um, it's good and it's bad because when you can only hear your part, you really hear when you mess up. And so that's... Which is why they don't let me do anything until the very <laughs> end because I mess up the most. So so it's just, you know, it, it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun process, but it's definitely, you know, it's, uh, it, it takes it out of you. But it's, it's going to be worth it once, to, once it all, everything comes together. And like I said, once that album comes out this fall, you know, I think everyone will be able to, to notice quite a difference and... Hopefully enjoy the songs. So I didn't get to ask you this because uh, you weren't on the last time I interviewed these guys, but how did you join the band? I actually know. You paid us. Yeah. Okay. In mini Oreos and Diet Mountain. Saltwater Taffy. Right. Bought from. North Carolina. There we go. Official Saltwater Absolutely. Taffy headquarters. Um, no, actually, they, uh, they are both uh, friends with my cousin Sunil. Uh, who lives back in Tallahassee, and so I moved to Tallahassee a little over a year ago, and uh, they knew that I played drums. They needed a drummer, and love blossomed from there. So I mean, it's uh, it's been it's been a good. What was the so first far. time you guys played together as a group? That was their uh, their release party show for uh, ninety five flannel. So a little over just over a year ago. That was actually, and and funny enough, that was actually the first time any of us. 
Well, A, played together, but yeah. the first time that me and Ian have ever played live in front of, actually in front of people before. So obviously there was a lot of anxiety on that side of things. And then you throw in top of it that I had only met Brendan one time before that. Three and, years ago. Yeah, three years before that. And, and we kind of had to get in there. And I believe he came over the the day of yeah, the, of the actual anything. thing. We hadn't practiced anything. We ran through it a couple times. And... Uh, you know, I still go back and look at the recording, and it's just kind of one of those moments where you've, you've kind of got a natural uh, groove where, where everyone kind of, you know, meshes well together. Yeah, so. that, that's awesome, being able to do that with only playing together like, the day of. Because it can go really, really bad. Like, we're talking, like, Bieber bad. Like, it, it can Ugh. be terrible. So we were pretty fortunate to be able to, to come in and the day of practice and be able to kind of just be able to figure out and make it work. And, and it's just grown from there. You know, we're a year down the road now. Now we've written, you know, 15 new songs. We're, we're recording those. And it builds on what the last record was. And a lot of that has to deal with the three of us, you know, bouncing ideas off each other. And it's just made everything a lot better you know so it's pretty it's pretty cool deal when you think yeah. about it brendan how long have you been playing drums since 2001 so what is that 13 years yeah yeah 13 years what made you want to start playing drums uh my music background is slightly different um i i'm a bit more into the uh the metal oriented music and uh i've always you know watching those drummers it's you know they're obviously pretty uh pretty darn good at what they do and so it's just always been something actually uh but even before that uh in i think fifth grade i was actually i took a uh, snare drum in um in school band so I remember lugging that thing on the school bus every two, every other day or something. Um, but yeah, drums have always just been fun. You get to hit stuff. It's mm-hmm. loud, and apparently that's good. So I don't see how that's a bad thing. I I don't disagree with you. Well, for you know, for me, it's not a bad thing. For everyone else, I can't really say. And usually, it's not a good thing for them. But what are you gonna do? True. Who uh, who are some of your favorite drummers? Um, that's funny. We actually just uh, we just mentioned that um, the drummer from a band called Converge, uh, Ben Kohler. He's a he's an amazing drummer. Um, Danny Carey from Tool, uh, Dave Lombardo, formerly from Slayer. Um, you know, uh, Taylor Hawkins from Foo, uh, Foo Fighters, very versatile drummer. Um, but yeah, there's just there's so many different great drummers out there and they all have their own personal style and you know i don't claim to be anywhere near that but hopefully i have my own you know little quirks that you know at least set me apart from uh from a few other people so like i said it's all about having a good time i think chevelle said it best but you know the reason why you started playing music in the first place is because it was fun because you enjoy it yep that's definitely true uh travis what do you do with the band I'm I'm like, I would like that. to know what is your official title. I was waiting for that question. I just want you to know <laughs> he he just moved into the yeah. to the, to the microphone into the mic. So here. this this could if, if could you need go, a bathroom break now's yeah. the time yeah. to go. Yeah. But uh, well, the, uh, going back actually, it's funny to that first uh, show they did uh, here at the house, playing live for the first time together. Um, they basically asked me to come over, uh, do the intros, kind of just hang out, see what uh, see what I thought of their their live performance and. 
just kind of from there, um, I love being at that first show, their first performance, and um, right from there, they said, come on over, let's write some songs and, and work on some stuff. Um, personally, I've always actually been really interested in, in drums, especially as far as instruments are concerned. So I kind of look up to this guy over here, uh, Brendan, and I uh, started kind of talking to him about possibly learning. So I would kind of, you know, just goof around on the drums a little bit and try to learn them. Not too good, really, at all. Uh, but uh, from there, I would just kind of sit around during their sessions and start writing. And um, I, one thing I love, I do love writing in general. So it kind of came real natural that uh, anytime they wanted to start looking at some lyrics, um, I'd start writing a little bit, and they actually um, used some stuff on the first first couple of times that I wrote for them, and I uh, turned into a song. From there, somehow, believe it or not, they convinced me to sing for them on a couple of tracks. So at one of their uh, first live performances uh, downtown here in Pensacola, I got in and sang a couple songs with them. It gave me about like, two days to learn it, and... Uh, I, I don't exactly feel like I was horrible, but I don't think I was good either. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things. Far too modest. Far we, too modest. We don't like to give people a lot of time to get no, ready to be a part I, of this I, band. I we, yeah. we we like to throw them into the fire. That's how you know whether you, you're going to fit or not. It's like, yeah, yeah you get... You know, I, I had about 12 hours, you know. <laughs> yeah. You had two yeah, days. Yeah, you heard that earlier. That's yeah, true. That's, uh, Basically, the day that Adam kind of <laughs> met with Brennan for the second time in his life, you know, they're playing a show that night together. So it's kind of how, how they operate around here and do things, which is awesome because yeah. I'm a bit of a wild it's card rock myself. Roll fashion. You know? Well, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So basically, that show they did, uh, they had me learn a couple songs for them and uh, get there on stage and, and sing to help out, you know, and kind of while Adam was able to play his, uh, his bass part, there was a more complicated part and... Um, that was fun, man. I mean, I loved it, getting up there on stage with them and, and had a blast. And kind of from there, I've moved more into just um, working on lyrics with them. Uh, but I'll do, like, whatever they ask, to be honest, which is both a good and a bad thing, yeah. I think. Uh, if they ask <laughs> me to try to... for those bathroom experiences that yeah, you're about, Yeah, you so. never know when those occur. But, uh, I mean, really, I, I'm just kind of um, around mostly helping work on uh, lyrics, writing songs for them, which is um, probably my strongest point in terms of uh, musically. But, uh, hey, if they ask me to... Help with the guitar part, sing a song again. Wear a few, banana uh, hammock. Yeah, yeah, wear a banana hammock and set myself on fire. That may occur. Throw a popper's hat. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely open to that. And not, by open, I mean I'll do that now. If you guys want <laughs> put a mic near my chest, I'll take my shirt off. Someone get a handful of poppers and blast away. Uh, I might make some cool sounds here on the mic. So did you write lyrics before uh, you met these guys? Um, I've written, not for other bands or anything, um, I've written just a lot of more like poems and, and just stories and things. Um, as weird as I am, I'm, I'm actually pretty intelligent and not mathematically, but more <laughs> more uh, more lyrically. And uh, I have to write a lot for what I do uh, with being a doctoral student. I write a lot, stuff that I don't even really want to write, but I enjoy writing. So when I'm given the chance to write, they say, hey, you want to write a song? Well, hell yeah, I'm going to take that opportunity. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I do. I love writing. So in terms of songs, these were the first songs I, I really ever written outside of just writing stories and poems and things. That's cool. Yeah, that should be the disclaimer that, you know, he is a, he is a doctor. Not quite he yet. Is, he's a doctor. You can call me doctoral candidate right he's, now. That's he's, actually he's my official title. He's, uh, he's a, but he's very prolific. And um, I think, uh, again, anybody listening to the lyrics on this album between, you know, what Travis has written and between what Ian and Adam and... I wrote a few little things, but it's it's really good. I think it's you know I'm I'm impressed with it. Maybe I'm you know I don't know if I'm the most uh, subjective person on the topic, but uh, 
it's it's definitely exciting stuff. You ready, Derek? What do you think? Start off with the crash or just start into a hi-hat? Like with the, with this song. Play both of them? Well, again, if I just start, so normally it'd be. Maybe I should hit it less hard. I, I gotta, I, it just seems like a more subtle song, and so I don't want to like just this explosion. I, no, I like it. Okay. Would it be too hard to hit the ride? Crash. Don't be a good home, dude. Well, that's that's the yeah thirteen. China will not be good. What is it? China. Because that's. Tom, give me the Tom. You want to know what you. Do what? Pick a song instead of the crash. No, you Tom, you're good at the thing. Oh. Can he get you a little splash? Like a little, like. I actually do have a splash. Yeah, a little. I've got a 10 inch flash. I'm just gotta, I just need to hook it up. No, no, that's a 13 inch. Okay. Alright, sir, whenever you are ready. Safe to record, or you have to go over that. That's still recording. I think we should put that in as the like, that should be in there. Okay, I'll include this in the How long have you guys been working on the new album? Because um, you, you mentioned it the last time I talked with you guys that it's called Murder Mystery Night. And yeah. That it was kind of in the works. Where where has it come since then? Uh, well, we 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 started writing um, back around Christmas time. Um, we had a string of shows right after the new year, and uh, as soon as those were done. Um, we started kind of getting some stuff done in January. We took those ideas from Christmas and started working on them. And then pretty much from, from kind of January, February on until I would say probably May or June, we've just been kind of fine tuning them. And one thing that's bad is we all don't live in the same area. So thankfully technology has come far enough that you can record things and send them, you know, through Google Drive and emails and stuff like that. So Brendan can shameless plug. Exactly, Google Drive, Google. Feel free to give us a call. And um, but yeah, you know, you know, Brendan can record a drum track in Tallahassee, send it to us. We can listen to it, try to figure out if it fits. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's been it's been about six seven months that we've been working on it, um, which is about normal for us. But it's a little bit quicker than what we've normally done. It's typically, you know, it's it's a process once we decide 
that you know and it's just kind of a natural thing you can't rush into it. you can't sit there and as soon as you're done with one record jump right back in and keep making music you're just going to burn yourself out mm-hmm. um so it's just kind of it's like a, one of these timing things like yeah maybe we should just kind of play around and see what what happens and sometimes you, you hit a streak you hit some gold and you and you're off and you start other times uh, you, you try and force it a little too much, and you come out with with stuff that's not not really what you're what you're shooting for. I know we we tried uh, several times to kind of get back into it. Uh, one time was was definitely in January where we were we wanted to go with a more stripped down sound, and I don't know why, but that's just what we wanted to try for. We sat down, we tried to pump out a couple songs, it didn't go anywhere, and we abandoned it. And we said, all right, we're not ready yet to go and 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 you know start recording um and even even the the first demos that we produced are way different than what they are now you know some tracks we've completely abandoned other tracks we've completely changed some tracks stay exactly the same uh but that's kind of the fun part of the process is that there's a natural evolution that goes into it you know from from when you start to to where you actually finish up and what gave you guys the idea with the whole murder mystery night? Ah, I get to name the records. <laughs> I don't believe that was in the contract that I wow. signed when I joined the band. That, Look, that was a, a given. If anybody doesn't think this isn't a dictatorship, then they just don't know us very well. No. Um, I don't know. You know, naming records and naming songs, I don't know. For me, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's just because you don't get to do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal because I don't get to do it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know. It, uh, if Ian named this record, it would probably have been like Weed Whackers in Paris on a cool dark night or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. See, I already got one person to like. Two headed shark attack. Two headed yeah, shark, shark attack. Malibu shark attack. Malibu shark attack. Yeah, shark yeah. attack. Things like Brooke that. Featuring Hogan. Yeah. Sharknado three. Yeah. But um, this one, I, I, it was actually kind of a, a, as a joke. And I remember I we, I was going to do Murder Mystery Night because we were just going to do an EP. And I thought yeah. it would be fun just to call it like Murder Mystery Night because, you know, it was kind of this fun, goofy, you know, Murder Mystery Night parties are always kind of fun and goofy and all that stuff. So uh, and then I sat there and said, well, you know, you got to think about how are you going to market this? And, you know, Murder Mystery Night kind of title gives you a little bit more marketability to to do different things and and make some cool things. So. The name kind of stuck, but yeah, I am three for three on naming albums. What's a fun? I mean, it's kind of a fun, goofy thing you can do. Yeah, I always swore I would never be part of a murder mystery night, so this is about as close as he was. <laughs> like this was me basically. I still saying, think I. I still these think uh, Travis and Adam wanted to do a murder mystery night, and I was like, no I way. Still do. I was like, there's no it. way I'm going to do it. Too. So this is the closest I will go is playing on a record called Murder Mystery Night. I'm not going. It's good further. compromise. Yeah. That's what it's all about. I don't know if it is. That's what it's all about. <laughs> and what what are some of the songs that are going to be on this new album? A uh, couple of the new tracks. Uh, we've got one called Cambodia. Uh, tentative title track. We'll, we'll still see. <laughs> um, you, you went straight to that one after what we that was, all the debate. Ah, we'll see. Uh, we'll put a disclaimer on all of these. A lot of these tracks are they have working titles. So uh, until we really get a clear idea of what Travis is going to write about or what I'm going to write about or what Brendan's going to write about, we just name them something for the sake of naming them. Yeah. And a, and a lot of times they come, they'll come from an idea or we'll be watching something or we'll be listening to something and it just, you know, kind of comes in. Like 
where Cambodia came from was from Men in Black Two. I think in it Men in Black yeah. Two. Yeah, when they're when they're sitting there and she yeah. says something yeah. about um, a dollar dollar. Like you know, you can get a lobster dinner in Cambodia for like a dollar. Yeah, and and it just happened. We were at Christmas time. I didn't and, even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's crazy. And, so and you so know, that's how the that's not, how it got named Cambodia. You know, we're not you know we're not raging against the machine. Like don't you know we're not going to be all pulling yeah, out over here. Know, napalm like, die. Napalm. <laughs> you know it's it's literally from Men in Black Two, which is probably one of the worst movies ever. Ever made so. I also realized last night that it's a, a title of a Limp Biscuit song as well. So we'll, we'll oh see if God, it. We definitely don't want to yeah, follow. We'll, that, we'll see if it. Yeah. We'll see if it's around. Yeah. yeah, I want to be just like Fred. Durst. <laughs> it's a Fred Durst approved title. He's actually so. uh, probably my second biggest inspiration lyrically. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it all for the Nike? First, I mean Scott Stapp is definitely my first. Uh, <laughs> so we, you know, we got we got a little bit of Slayer and you know. like Megadeth and things like that, and then we yeah. got a little Limp Biscuit and you just got a huge Scott Stapp and Creed, and then you got me and Adam and, and Chili Peppers, Who Fighters, that type stuff. Yeah, so. I think me and Ian really nailed it as being part of the melody section of controlling <laughs> our sound because <laughs> right. if not, it yeah, definitely would have gone a different yeah. direction. Yeah, you'd have a weird little mixture, but um, but I think that's kind of also when kind of cool when you think about it. You know, we all have very different musical backgrounds and mm-hmm. yet we can find common ground and you know we can make stuff that everybody can put their own spin on it you know i mean whatever brendan does with the drums that may have some of that influence where me and adam and travis may not have that mindset you know um you know i may do a guitar part different than what he would would see it as you know so it makes some um, for an interesting sound i think it makes it for a little bit um different than what's out there you know because it is so all over the place like we're not just coming from one thing we're not just a like a tribute cover band type deal you know we're coming from a lot of different areas so i think it's kind of cool when you add it all together yeah that, that's actually a good thing because it, it brings something unique to the band that you all have different interests but you can still agree on things right right so do you have any uh shows coming up playing anywhere we're can we edit this part out <laughs> I guess that gives me the answer. Yes, we can. No, I, we, you know, right now, you know, unfortunately, we all, or, you know, however you want to look at it, we all have day jobs and we all do live in separate areas and we all have a lot going on. Um, the summer's been very busy for us with a lot of different things. That's why we figured it was a great time to be able to write a record. Um, so uh, the record will hopefully come out um, this fall, probably late fall, early, early winter. And, um, then we're looking um, to get back on, uh, in the swing of things. And we've had some shows and stuff like that that we just ha- we haven't been able to connect on any of them just because of scheduling conflicts over the right. summer. Um, but, you know, we'll get those kind of squared away in the fall. And, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do some stuff here, Tallahassee, and hopefully along the I-10 corridor too. So, yeah, we're, we're looking to get out there. But right now our focus is really just getting this out because that's going to help expand our catalog a little bit and give us an opportunity to play some different stuff and it's it's going to be mm-hmm. good sweet uh do you have any social media you want to plug like twitter facebook all that good stuff yeah, yeah. we got it all yes we got it all yeah. well yeah. facebook uh, obviously you can go on there facebook's a great way to stay in contact with us we try to upgrade uh update it you know, pretty pretty frequently. Uh, definitely go like us on Facebook. You can check out some of our shows. I mean, we've played Vinyl Music Hall, uh, some places over in Tallahassee, uh, First Friday, and and the Handlebar over here in Pensacola. So you can see some some videos from there. Um, 
and, and and really really a lot of other stuff. And if you want to stick with uh, some more of the 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 more fun side of the Unicorn Wranglers, obviously we have our YouTube uh, channel and uh, Twitter. Twitter was always was always pretty fun. At U Wranglers, it's at capital U capital W Wranglers. Yeah. And we do have some cool stuff planned for murder mystery night like the whole marketing promotion type thing we have some cool stuff planned but again that's a little bit down the road you know this is the first step which is the first step was writing everything we've gotten it written now it's recording it and then it'll be kind of tweaking everything and then once it gets a little bit closer do we have a release date we'll have a bunch of stuff coming out so right now it's just kind of like the calm before the storm which yeah into the storm comes out next week or oh, actually, I don't know when I don't know when this podcast it's, is it, happening. It'll be out by the time this. Okay, all right. End of the so. storm is out right now. You should go see it. Right, and it's like Bill Bill Paxton gave it his seal of approval. So this is like the sequel to Twister. It's probably going to be the greatest thing to ever hit cinema at since least, Twister since since nineteen ninety six and Twister. So if you haven't gone and seen it, don't go see Ninja Turtles because it's just going to be terrible. It's going to make everybody mad. Probably, yeah. Go see Transformers with, with Turtles. Turtles, yeah. yeah. And Megan Fox is not April O'Neil. That bothers me. That no, bothers me a lot. I want to go on record on your podcast saying that. I totally agree. Are the agree. foot soldiers in the new one? Yes. Are they? Are they robots or are they actual? They're, I don't know, but I'm going to... My guess is they're actual leaders. people. Yeah, okay. I'm hoping they are. Because so if then not, they won't I'd have get a cut huge up problem then. with that. Yeah, I'd have a huge beef with that. Yeah. Well, I heard the turtles were aliens in this one. They're not. Oh. They're that's going to piss me off. If they're they're not. They're not? No, we they're need not. to see it and then go from Come there. back. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, leave like an extra five minutes for us to be able to come back and... Next podcast at the Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, we'll do it at the... Yeah, we'll just... We'll We'll narrate what's going on. We'll do a new segment, Traveling with the Unicorn Wranglers, and we'll just pop up at different places and give you our review. The Unicorn Wranglers go to the cinemas. Right, exactly. Yeah, like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Was that Ernest? Yes. Ernest goes to camp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Last thing, I know who their favorite band is. You guys' favorite band of all time. Oh, me and uh, Brendan... Yes. Hmm. I know his is going to have a, a more interesting title than, than mine is. <laughs> He's a big sort of heavy death metal type of dude. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of varied. Uh, I really, um, I kind of everything from really corn, I'm real big into some more uh, modern, sort of more modern popular stuff nowadays. Um, I'm actually a Black Keys fan. Um, I like everything from, like they mentioned earlier, Foo Fighters. Uh, they're big Chili Peppers guys. Um, I'm down with them too. I mean, I'm really all over the place. I like metal, rock, um, fast metal, speed metal. Sometimes, I mean, it just depends. So if I had to narrow down one, it's tough. But I'm I am definitely a big Corn and sort of Godsmack late '90s uh, metal guy. And ACDC, you can't go wrong. That's that's definitely one of my favorites of all time. ACDC. It's good bands. Um... Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I don't know if I could list just one. Uh, obviously, different moods call for different music. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, Ben Kohler of Converge. Um, that's definitely one of my favorite bands. Uh, Converge, Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, Black Dahlia Murder. Um, and then, yeah, Foo Fighters, uh, actually Stone Temple Pilots. You know, like I said, depending what you're in the mood for, you're not always going to want someone screaming at you. You're not always going to want somebody singing pretty to you. So... You know, whatever it calls for. Good one there. Yep, the, that's, that's uh, a good STP. One. That's definitely one of my big uh, yeah. favorites. Yeah, I'm a big a Scott one. Weiland guy. So, 
Bring back Velvet When Revolver. he was like drug addled though. Oh, like, when change. he got yeah, when oh, he got yeah. clean, not so Big much. Time. I want to change mine to Akon. Just, just regular Akon. Yeah. What about Juicy J? Oh, I heard Juicy. Oh, hey, I heard Juicy J was going to be featured on one of our songs, right? Yeah, we we've reached out to Juicy J. So Juicy or Mr. J, I don't know how you. Mr. Juicy. Sir J. Sir J. Sir J. Sir J. If you're... He goes by Double J or okay. J Squared these days. Okay. Oh. If you're listening, sir, we, we have some songs we'd like to I would you like to... to turn the bedroom into a fair. Yes. And we keep our house as cold as a freezer. I'd, uh, I'd like so. to have, uh, have her kettle corn at that fair. All right, thanks for coming back to the podcast, guys. That Thank you for having us, Thanks, Derek. Derek. Appreciate Derek. it. Derek. Keep tuning in to Derek's podcast. Yes. Yeah, listen to Derek's. Derek. The, the, the Derek. Derek Diamond Experience. Scene. And that'll do it for this week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. Once again, I would like to thank the Unicorn Wranglers for coming on for that really fun conversation and letting me have access to some of their new music content. And I'm sure I'll have them on sometime again in the future. Next week, we will be looking into the world of art with former Disney interactive artist Sarah Talmadge. So be sure to tune in for that. And don't forget, you can follow the show on Twitter at DDiamondExp, like us on Facebook at The Derek Diamond Experience, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Derek underscore Diamond. And that'll do it. See you guys next week.